Hey everyone, Grant K for the Flame Learning Channel. In this video series, we're going to go through a high level overview of the updated colour management in the Flame 2017 Extension 1 products. We'll start off by covering a few of the new features and later on in the series, we'll run through a few colour managed scenarios to give you a sense of how it works. Due to the wide variety of colour science workflows, it's impossible to cover every situation. But please watch these videos and read the colour management documentation to give you a good start to colour managing your projects in Flame. Now let's start off with discussing what has changed in the Flame 2017 Extension 1 products. The underlying theme is that Flame has moved from passive colour management to active colour management. What does this mean to you as an artist? Well for starters, all your clips are always tagged with a colour space. This is done when you import media as well as generating any media. The colour space tagging is maintained throughout the Flame pipeline. So all colour management is respected on import, editorial, VFX and even at the media management level. You can export, wire and even archive and still retain all your colour management metadata. So all your clips are actively colour managed from the moment they enter into Flame until the point you get them out. And now that Flame is aware of each clip's colour space, the viewports and monitors automatically adapt to show you the correct colours based on the tagged colour space. I'd also like to mention that even the thumbnails now use the colour management to correctly display the media. Although Sparks and the Stabilizer do benefit from the new colour management, please be advised that some of the older modules such as Desktop Paint and Text are currently not colour managed but the team is aware of this. Now obviously the viewports will need to be configured to match the colour pipeline in your facility. But once it's up and running, you spend a great deal of time on creativity and less time worrying if you're seeing the correct colours. The active viewports and viewing rules will be covered in an upcoming video. The other part of active colour management deals with combining multiple sources. For instance, whether the media is camera based or CGI, there is the requirement to convert colour spaces into a common one in order to correctly blend images together. A lot of work has been done to the colour management tools to automate these conversions as well as maintain the best colour management practices for the auto conversions. These tools are available in every aspect of Flame and you will see them in use throughout the series. Finally, Flame colour management has been designed to accommodate multiple working practices. For example, you could import and convert all your media into one common colour space. Or you could import your media in its native colour space and convert where required. The choice is up to you, but the colour management framework is based on an expandable architecture which is already able to accommodate other standards including HDR. So let's see what's involved in the Flame colour management. It all starts from the project creation where you can define your colour management. Create a new project and look at the project settings. You set your project settings up as you normally do 
and using this pull-down menu, you set the colour policy for your project. The colour policy is simply defining the way you work with colour in a project. For example, there are 4 colour policy presets and you can build your own to meet any specific requirements. You can also copy them from an existing project and you can even configure the colour policies to be shared across multiple systems. These policies are XML based and more advanced flame artists and facilities can custom code them for standardization. But if you've never used colour management or you are working at a beginner level, these 4 colour policies will definitely help you get started. Each colour policy includes a set of import rules, viewing rules and the default working colour spaces for the various tools like Batch and Action. So the rules example colour policy is an example policy with a wide range of different input and viewing rules for you to experiment with. The ASUS 1.0 colour policy is an example of configuring a project solely for an ASUS workflow. The simple linear workflow is a policy that configures the project for a basic D-gamma and Regamma type workflow. This is also very useful for projects that are mostly using Rec. 709 source materials rather than camera log or RAW. Finally, we have the Flame Legacy Colour Policy. This colour policy is for users who do not wish to use the new colour management features. The viewports will emulate the behaviours from the previous versions and media will be tagged as unknown. This policy will also be used for legacy projects so that everything will look the same if you restored an old project. The Flame Legacy Colour Policy is the default choice when creating a project because you can choose whether you want to colour manage your project or not and you need to explicitly tell Flame how you are going to work. This should allow you to ease into the world of colour management and learn at your own pace. Now let's create a project with a colour policy preset and examine the implications of enabling the colour management tools. Select the rules example demo policy and set up your project settings. Now let's create the project and start Flame. So this is a brand new project and I'd like you to go to the Preferences menu. Select the Colour Management tab. All the information from the XML Colour Policy has adjusted the various settings as well as added the various rules for colour management. So starting on the left, you have the default working colour space for the project. With this example colour policy preset, the project working colour space is defined as ASUS CG. Note that Action also has its own default working colour space and that is also set to ASUS CG. Now the Monitors section, which contains your viewing devices, is not affected by the colour policy. In fact, the viewing devices are workstation specific and not project specific. This is because you can attach so many different devices to a given workstation or a given project on many different workstations and each one can have its own monitor configuration. For example, a standard broadcast monitor will show colours as Rec. 709 and your graphics monitor 
will show the colours through sRGB. There are a whole variety of colour transforms you can select for various devices, so that the colours can be correctly interpreted by the displays. If you are using the Flame products on the Mac platform, you will also get an extra option to sync the graphics display using the ICC display profile which is configured via the OS system preferences. Now to the right of the preferences, you will see a set of tabs defining your input rules, your viewing rules and the viewer diagnostics. In short, the input rules determine what colour space to apply to the incoming media depending on their file extension and specific naming patterns. The viewing rules allow you to set the appropriate viewing transforms and displays based on a tagged colour space. For example, if the media is tagged as seen linear or log, a variety of ACES and linear viewing transforms will be made available to the active viewports. And depending on the viewing transform you choose, will also determine which displays can be allowed to display the image. You'll see how both sets of rules work when you go through the Colour Management Workflow videos. Finally, there is the Diagnostics tab. Here you can set Exposure, Gamma and Contrast values on a keyboard shortcut that allows you to toggle these values on and off over an image. You would typically use this to examine darker or brighter image detail without making any permanent adjustments to the media. Now you can make your own import rules and viewing rules directly in the application. And if you have configured the colour management to exactly what you want, you can export your own colour policies to use on this workstation or share across the facility. As I said, the colour policies are XML based so it makes them highly portable and facility friendly. The colour policies are completely scalable in the context of Flame. In other words, you could be working on a single Flame and performing your own colour management within the application. Or it could be scaled up to a massive facility where the colour policies are managed at the facility level through Python, ensuring all systems maintain the same colour managed pipeline. So hopefully this has given you a great starting point of what to expect with the active colour management in Flame 2017 Extension 1. In the next video, you learn about colour managing and tagging your media as it is imported. Comments, feedback and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Thank you for watching and please subscribe to the Flame Learning Channel for future videos.